out there in the world you got your shorts on kicking it because it's it's uh you know we've crossed that mark very toasty in los angeles super toast super toast um i'm hot you know i'm hot right now but i care about you as an audience which isn't to say anything about her uh she doesn't give a shit about you why she's not wearing a, uh, like an augmented three-piece suit. That's why she's not. She doesn't care. No, uh, you care. You right? You care about them, right? Yeah, I knew you did. Yeah, let's hear it for that lady. She cares. I was on an airplane traveling to where the where was I even going? Oh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, uh, over the weekend, and I was seated next. Okay, you know. Uh, all right, so you know how sometimes people that are very early in their 20s uh, drink alcohol as if alcohol is going to run out? <laughs> like, they're like, I just got this right to do this. Bring it all. Um, so sitting next to a young gentleman who is also uh, English, he was British, he, or he had a great accent, uh, you know, just stateside but with a British act it could have been one of the two but um I didn't confirm it was an eight o'clock in the morning flight that is when we left the second that we are airborne uh and the and the services started he ordered a double vodka with a side of orange juice which was confusing for the flight attendant but I loved it so that's not how you say that but it was cute um and uh he ordered a double vodka with orange juice and then he shot the two little mini bottles, and then drank the orange juice afterwards. So already I was like, okay. <laughs> You're doing actual shots. You're doing shots from bottles. You're doing bottle shots. Then he flipped the little bottles upside down, and he put them in the seat bag in front of him so that their like, little butts were sticking out, just like, here is what I have conquered. <laughs> and it was, so then it was like 8.20, and I was thinking, this dude is, like, he brought, he brought, he brought it. And he had, like, really messy hair in the way that he's either, you know, English or in a band. Um, and, like, about 8, you know, 40, they go through again for, like, the second service. And he orders another double vodka with orange juice. And I was like, this guy can really hold his alcohol. Um, which turned out to not be true. <laughs> So at 8.40, he has, uh, the, he has his, his third and fourth shot. 
and then at about 8.50, his head starts to do like a, like, hey, he really could have used a neck pillow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not to sleep, but just for lumbar support. What? That's down here. I don't know what these are. Um, his head was jiggling around on his neck. And that's when he took out a digital camera. Now, not like a cool, what is it called? Is it like DSLR? Whatever the fuck people are currently shooting videos on that are cool, cool, cool video people. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's like cool video people. Not them. Not like a cool with like a lens, not that kind. And not like, you know, uh, it turns out we have phones now. Most of us have phones. He even had a phone that he put down uh, that had a, a camera in it. So he just took out like an old, like a Canon Quickshot Pro. I'm making up the name of that, but I think it's true. Um, like, what was a thing that Ashton Kutcher would have hawked? Does anyone remember that product? That's, oh, thank you. Thank you for raising your hand. <laughs> Uh, yes. What did, what did uh, Ashton Kutcher hawk? A Nikon Coolpix. Cool Nailed it! <laughs> Canon Quickshot Pro, not that far off. Like, not that far off. But yeah, what was it again? Say it one more time. Nikon Coolpix. Cool How do you know that? You work at a camera store? Did Ashton ever come in and, like. I thought about it. What? I fantasized. You fantasize about him coming in the, to the camera the store? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was. It was there like a standee in your. Was there? How, do you think it was was in an accurate height? Did you ever check into that? <laughs> did, did you ever measure the standee and then Wikipedia Ashton Kutcher's height? Did you ever have Demian and just be like, "Is this about the size of your ex-husband? Were they married? I don't even remember. He's, you know, the stepfather to people his own age." So you can get divorced, but you're like always somebody's stepfather. It's just something to remember. They could have been in their early 20s drinking all that alcohol together. They're the same age. It's the same age as the stepkids. That's cool. I'm not against it. Demi looks great. Uh, I think. I don't know. The last time I saw her in like Charlie's Angels full throttle, she looked fucking amazing. <laughs> By the way, great L.A. movie, if you haven't seen that in a while. Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Lots of Los Angeles scenes. Big fight scene filmed at the uh, Griffith Park Observatory. So just like if you're like, oh, you know, like what movie really reflects my city? That's the one. <laughs> that and Chinatown. They cover like the two sides. Where it's like kicking hot women plus water shortage. <laughs> so this guy is... Uh, He's getting very drunk. He takes out a digital camera that, you know, uh, Ashton Kutcher's favorite. And he leans over to me and goes, Come on. Can I take pictures of you? Uh, and I said, No, you can't. No stranger. No drunk stranger on a plane. You can't take pictures. We're one centimeter away from each other. What? Also, of what? What are you talking about? Who? What are... Literally, what are you talking about? I didn't say that to him. I just said no. But I should have said, start from the beginning of your life. <laughs> what are 
all the things that have happened since you've been born that have led you to believe that I want to sit next to you on a plane, a four-hour plane ride, and then one hour into the flight, we start having a photo shoot. <laughs> like, what has, what, who are your parents? What's going on? Um, and I said, no, you can't take, no thanks. Uh, I just want to watch Frozen. <laughs> Which is what I was doing. I was watching it on the in-flight entertainment system. That movie is very good. And a coming out story. Did you know that? That's a super fucking gay movie. Did you know that? I didn't know that. It's super gay. Has anybody seen it? Has anybody seen Frozen? Clap if you've seen Frozen. Why are you pointing at her and going, she's fucking seen it. Shorts, have you seen Frozen? Yeah, well, she should love it. You've seen, yeah, you've seen Frozen, but you didn't wear those shorts because it's a cold movie. You know what I mean? Um, it's a Frozen movie. Okay, who cares? Uh, it's, there's a woman in it. She's a princess. She has a secret. And then the town shames her for that secret and she has to go hide and then her sister's like, don't worry. Anyway, it's a, she's gay. <laughs> but with winter. Um, <laughs> she's full of gay winter. And when the guy, and then it like is all set off because her sister's like, I have a boyfriend. And she's like, no! And, she, and the whole, anyway, that's how I felt when my um, sister's brought home and men as well. And... <laughs> So I said, you can't take photographs. No thanks. I'm watching a film. No thanks. So this is what he did. He turned on the camera, and then he uh, held it like this, like under his arm and kind of upside down, and turned away out the window and started taking pictures. <laughs> like, t started taking... So first of all, I just also want you to know that so what he's already done here is that the camera is upside down and at an angle. So that's the shot he's getting. That's the shot he needs to get. That's the shot he's like, oh, I don't give a shit, lady. I'm taking these fucking pictures. That's what he's nailing. Like, he's like... Blah, 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 blah. But like a behind-the-back, upside-down, angled photograph, probably of my mid-sweatshirt area. So I covered uh, the camera um, and just said, no, nope. Um, and then just kept watching the movie. And then he said, are you in a band? I get it, I have this hair. But I said, uh, nope, not in a band. Um, again, I still have like earbuds in and he's just tried to take pictures of me after I told him I didn't want him to take pictures of me. And he decides to ask me if I'm in a band. So I said, no, I'm not in a band. And he goes, oh, okay. Uh, well, do you not want to talk? <laughs> and I said, uh, no, I don't really want to talk. And he said, uh, you're a bitch. <laughs> it's people like you that make plane travel difficult. <laughs> Just taking a bow for him. This is me claiming credit for that miracle of a sentence that came out of some drug. He is smelling like fucking booze at this point. He's sticking up the entire row. He's trying to take surreptitious pictures of me. And he was able to nail that sentence. Like, that's a sentence that's so wrong, you shouldn't be able to get that out without laughing. Like, there's no way you should be able to say it. You should be able to be like, you're the reason, yeah, just kidding, it's me. I'm the, it's, I'm the problem, you're fine. This is a great movie, let it go. 
Okay, uh, that was a great story, and it was uh, improvised. And I just want you to know that at the end, when I named the Academy Award-winning original song from Frozen, you should have elected me mayor of Los Angeles. <laughs> like, that was a pretty good end, you know, just as a, the way, like, just the way that that whole thing went, and then I was like, what if I just said the thing from that thing? And I get that, like, not a lot of you have seen that movie, but you did watch the Academy Awards, or if you didn't, you know about that song because of the John Travolta mispronunciation thing. And so, like, everybody here should just be like, oh, my God. I <laughs> totally get why that guy wanted to take pictures of her. <laughs> she is a, a fucking genius. <laughs> uh, hey, you guys want to hear uh, some more show and see it also? What if it was just, do you want to hear some more show? And then the rest of the show, just, and then you just had to listen to it. No, there's gonna, you're going to see it with your faces uh, as well. And I can't believe... Um, Hey, we got a great lineup tonight, and this first comic is, oh, we should clap again. Because, like, that was pretty good, but we should clap again. Would you like to see more show? I knew it! Hey, uh, this, this comic, she, this is her first, she just moved here uh, to Los Angeles not too long ago from Minnesota, and this is her first time on the show. Now, it's somebody's first time on the show. We always go crazy for them. So let's hear it right now for Andy Erickson, guys. Give it up for Andy! Just smoking meth and eating my cat. 
være administrator. Så... But no, I have... I have dreams and stuff. Dreams and goals. Uh, <laughs> yes, Mom, I have those. Aha, I'm running away. You're, you're 30. It's just called moving out. But... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, guys. No, I don't know. I'm only 27. Why am I making myself older in my jokes? You're 42, Andy. Yeah. Oh, man, me too. But, um... No, I am thinking of opening up an Italian restaurant in a shady neighborhood <laughs> and calling it Spaghetto. <laughs> I told my friend and he was like, or Olive Garden. friend every day. So, I I know, I know, but I, I get so... I never, okay, so no one in the, no one in the podcast world can see you, but just, okay, am I kind of weird shaped? (laughs) Yeah, they're all nodding. I know, but the weird, it's so, I'm kind of getting used to it though. It's like, oh yeah, so I have two sets of hips. That's cool. Uh, It's good to have, good, I figured out the equation for the, that's how you know I'm a nerd. Uh, Sex a nerd. But no, the hardest part about being weird shaped is just like, my only thing I'm self-conscious about is like, look how big my hands are. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh yeah, get a picture. Oh man, she's like, she's like, I don't even need to zoom. All right, you got the. You just trying to get the whole thing. It'd be weird if it was palm. It's mostly palm, but uh, I know, right? But look how big my peace sign is. <laughs> I know, right? They were like, holy crap! Look how big your hands are. You should be on our show because this show's about hands. And I was like, oh. joke I wrote about the Olympics and it's, uh, it's way too long after for me to tell it. So, but who cares? Follow your dreams and goals. But, um, okay, here it goes. Bob Costas has pink eye. Duh. But, um, <laughs> he still has it. I don't know. But how did, here's the joke. How did Bob Costas get pink eye? Did Vladimir Putin his eye? <laughs> cool uh uh so oh man i'm not good at nodding uh (laughs) did she see the light i don't know but she's having fun Uh, no that's kind of cool well uh, i i guess i'll do my um (laughs) right oh man i do i want to help you guys uh make sure no one here leaves here single so uh (laughs) right there's a lot of people here uh, here's, here's a pickup line you can use. Okay. goes like this. You go, hey, girl. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> Some people have works for it, but no. You go, hey, girl. You look like a crying baby. Because <laughs> I'd like to hit that. <laughs> if you're not laughing, you don't hear babies. <laughs> Me either. Okay, cool. So, and then I have um, another pickup line. Oh, man. Uh, this one, oh, man. It, you can use this one on um, people who have scoliosis. Okay, and it goes like this. It goes like this. You go, hey, you look like the hunchback of Notre Dame, <laughs> I want to take you home and bend you over even more than you already are. <laughs> oh, man, that's kind of cool. All right, I'll just, uh, I'll leave you guys with this. Oh, man, I, I'll just do this dumb one. I went into the 
bathroom today? Oh, every day. But I went in there and I looked, I looked in my toilet and there was a wooden shoe in my toilet. And I was like, oh no, my toilet's clogged. <laughs> Terrific! I really loved that. How are you guys doing over here? How is your? You were loving the shit out of that. How was your day today? What did you do uh, before you came here, sir? Uh, hiking. You went hiking. Yeah. Where? That's amazing. Uh, very uh, Los Angeles of you. Now, where did you go? I went up to Mount Baldy. Oh, Mount Baldy! Wow, that's like legit. You like went like hike hiking, not just like like jeans hiking, which is most of. <laughs> running jeans in this city. What's going on with your clothing? I say to those people. Uh, you went up to Mount Baldy. You know, um, yeah. The, your co-host on this show who's going to come up here in a second, you've totally skated Mount Baldy, yeah? Yeah, Rhea Butcher has just like skated Mount Baldy because she's you know, like pretty cool. Did you, did, you, did you hike up and then skate down? Yeah, that's... Oh, you that guy. What a piece of shit! Oh, you couldn't fit a you couldn't fit a skateboard on your hiking backpack? Come on! They make backpacks specifically for that purpose. Okay. Oh, oh, would you just like walk down? Did you take the waterfall? Oh, you ran back. Okay. All right. Did you run up? What? With your legs? You with your calves? Just, that seems, you should take the whole, you should take the whole leg. Yeah. You ran up a mountain and then back down. And then you were like, oh, I guess I'll see a show. As opposed to laying on your floor. Which is what you technically should have done. Hey, a round of applause for that gentleman. He's very fit. Can anybody beat that in terms of exercise today? Because uh, it's like it is Los Angeles. You're very vocal. You like really want to chat it out. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I do guess. Um, you went hiking? Did you run? No. And your shoes are currently off. Plus, they're like they're like slippers. So there is no way that you're more of a badass than that guy. <laughs> Would you, how was your hike? It was pretty good. Yeah. Did you encounter any like uh, coyotes or celebrities? A lizard? You got some. You saw some lizards. <laughs> yeah, you did see some celebrities. That's great. Cool. Yeah. Look at you. Are you? Do you live here? I do. She's in from Chicago. Oh, you're in from Chicago. That's where we're, I'm from. We're all from Chicago. Okay. Yep. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna talk. Well, you guys are. You're both in from Chicago, or just you? Just you. How long are you visiting? Till Thursday. Uh, great. You caught. This is your. This is gonna be the best. This is the highlight. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm up against lizards. So. <laughs> Pretty fucking sure it's this. Um, where do you live in Chicago? Um, uh, like your address, like your home address, <laughs> with apartment number plus which is social security number. What hospital were you born in? Who's your mom? But no. What neighborhood do you live in in Chicago? 
Lake Zurich. Oh, yep, whoopsie daisy. That's, that's the suburbs. She lives in the... Okay, not a, not a suburbs versus cities snobbery crowd? Okay. She basically just said she lives in the valley. <laughs> now do you fucking get it? Okay. Um, I've been to Lake Zurich. I didn't mean to... I'm from the suburbs. That's where I grew up in the show. I grew up in the western suburbs. I grew up in Western Springs. I don't know if you know where that is, but it's, there's no lakes there. Uh, there like, one spring. Um, yeah, that's, that's where I grew up. So you live in Lake Zurich now, and then... No, I'm at college in Ohio. What? Where do you go to school? Um, it's called Otterbein. I love, that, I love that everything you preface with, like, you don't know anything about this. <laughs> small and inconsequential place, and I go to a marginally tiny college. What is the name of your college? Otterbein? Is that what you just said? Otterbein? That is a, that, it, yeah, you do have to say a lot of stuff about that, because otherwise people would be like, she goes to a German highway. This is like pretty cheesy crowd work, but still, that's fucking on point. Like... I'm not saying that was like, oh, I'm not saying this is like the super most like alternative crowd work that you've ever heard, but like that does sound like Autobahn. You know what I mean? Like, so it's. Um, okay, great. Well, thanks for being here. And uh, this next comic is a lizard. And they're not a lizard! They're not a lizard. Um, this next comic, you know, I, I came up with this uh, with this guy in Chicago. He's having tons of success. He writes for the Pete Holmes show right now, and uh, he's been on the show before. We loved him. We're having him back tonight. Let's hear it right now for Nate Fernald, guys. Give it up for Nate. All right. How is everyone? Great. Cool. Um, I'm going to talk about myself for a few minutes, if that's okay. Um, I'm what you would call a bit of a late bloomer. Yeah. I didn't lose my virginity until college was paid off, so <laughs> that's where I am now. And it's, it's kind of tough because I, I, I look very young. I haven't shaved in a few days, but when I'm totally clean shaven, I look like a little kid. And it doesn't help that I'm, like, constantly saying the darndest things, you know? <laughs> like, the N-word. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very darndest thing. See, I don't, I don't do well with facial hair. I inherited my dad's facial hair and my mom's ability to look gross with facial hair. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with that. Spent the weekend baby-proofing my apartment. Yeah, I'm not having a baby, but I hung up a bunch of anime posters to make sure I never do. That's, just, that's my technique for that. Uh, I don't have kids. I'm terrified of kids. Terrified of having them. Because kids grow up so fast these days. So fast. Like, like when I was a kid, when I was a kid, we had this place called Makeout Creek. I just found out the kids today calling it Anal Cove. <laughs> Slow down, right? <laughs> Save something for the honeymoon. Yeah. I had it rough as a kid, though. I got made fun of a lot when I was in high school. I, uh, I, used, to, I used to wear fake glasses to look smarter, but then kids called me Four Eyes, so I switched to fake contacts, and then that was, that was fine. I don't need you to laugh at that one. <laughs> 
but I need you to understand that it's funny. So that's all I mean. But uh, there was this kid in high school. There was this football player who always used to call me gay, and I was like, I'm gay. You're the one who puts on tights, tackles a bunch of sweaty dudes, and then gives me a blowjob and makes me promise not to tell anyone. You're calling me gay. <laughs> Get it straight, buddy. That's... A little pun slipped in there for some of you, but not for all of you. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Another thing I don't like about kids these days is they all, they all email all the time. They don't talk in person. They don't have real conversations. That's why if I ever have a kid, I'm going to name him Pills That Make Your Dick Bigger. <laughs> that way no one gets his emails. Go straight to spam. Got to pick up the phone, call his dad every now and then. Um, on that note, this is, um, this is cool. Uh, my girlfriend just told me that I don't have to wear condoms anymore. Because she met someone new. So, uh, in my hands now. It's literally in my hands now. Yeah. Yep. You get it. So I'm trying to get back out there. It's tough. It's tough getting out there. The world of romance and intercourse. It's really uh, it's a weird world. I read this. I read this. This was, this is weird. I read this article that said that size of a man's business um, penis. It's penis. Um, does it matter to women because they can only feel the first two inches of it. And I'm like, that is insane. <laughs> first you're telling me size doesn't matter, and Harrison, I gotta be two inches? I mean, come on, make up your mind, you know? What's going on? <laughs> Weird article. Here's a tip for the dudes, though. Here's a tip for the dudes. Did you know that if you shave your pubes, it makes it look like you have a huge pile of pubes on the floor? <laughs> You should try that. If you are having um, having intercourse, here's a cool um, intercourse move you can do. Um, you you're in the middle of it, and then you say you say that you're gonna come, but then you don't. We call that one the Time Warner cable. That's what that one is. I feel like that person's watch was like helping me time out. <laughs> Beep. Okay, drop the punchline. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, before before you can go straight to the intercourse, you gotta get you gotta get the lady first. Here's a pickup line that works every time. Here it is. You see a girl at a bar. You go up to her and you say you say, "Do you have any Italian in you?" And then she says, "No." And then you say, do you want some? And then she says no again. And then you tear up a bunch of Papa John's coupons in her face and go, have it your way, lady. <laughs> get out of there. Doesn't get you laid, but it really gets rid of those PJ's coops burning a hole in your wallet. You know? I, like, uh, I like pizza. I like pizza a lot. I had... I had a joke about DiGiorno pizza, and I could not get it to work for the life of me. I tried it a million different ways. It was just not working. And then I saw another comedian friend of mine do a different joke about DiGiorno pizza, and his didn't work either. And that made me feel good, because I was like, okay, it's not my delivery. It's... It's DiGiorno. 
Um, hey, do you guys like being asked if you like impressions? Great, do you guys like impressions? Okay, well, either way, I'm going forward with some of them before I get out of here, so here we go. All right, this first impression, this is called Neat Freak at a Strip Club, okay? This is Neat Freak at a Strip Club, here we go. Take it off! Take it off! Fold it! <laughs> okay, that was Neat Freak at a Strip Club. This next one, this is called, uh, this is American Arnold Schwarzenegger, okay? This is American Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here we go. I'll be back. Because <laughs> you would not have the Austrian accent being American, thank you. Okay, this last one, this is called, um, this is a kangaroo who's been in a relationship for a long time and is bored sexually, okay? Kangaroo, relationship a long time, bored sexually. Here we go. Babe, I want to try the pouch. You know, it's always weird being up here. You never know what people are going to laugh at or not laugh at. Like, how come every time I squeeze a bottle of ketchup and it makes a farting sound... Everyone thinks that's hilarious. But whenever I fart and ketchup comes out, nobody likes that! Nobody likes that. Thanks, guys. I'm Nate Fernal. Nate Fernal, guys. Let's hear it for Nate! Hey, we are going to keep the show right on rolling. Uh, this next comic, also uh, somebody I started with in Chicago. In fact, like when we started, uh, there were really just three gal comics in the scene. Uh, Beth Stelling, who's now an L.A. comic and who's on the show before, and then uh, this gal and then myself. And she, this next comic, is now a field producer on The Daily Show, so I'm like so proud of her. Plus, way to go, buddy! Uh, so, let's hear it right now for Jenna Friedman, guys. Give it up for Jenna! Come on! Thank you. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Um... I think I'm going to, like, stop going on Facebook just because it's such a buzzkill. Like, every time I go on, someone's, like, been in an accident or, like, someone's, like, really sick. Or, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is <laughs> I have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Did. Um, now a lot of them are, you know, pair bonding, cohabitating. It's really cool. I like... That was a... You're right, that was a tough segue. I... <laughs> like happy couples a lot. I hate when people see a couple making out and then yell at them to get a room. Like, that's so rude when people are like, get a room. Like, that phrase should only be reserved for people eating alone. (laughs) (laughs) Get a room, your loneliness is bumming all of us out. (laughs) I wrote that joke when I was eating alone, and I thought it was so funny, but I had no one to share it with. Um... I'm dating more. Date a lot of German men just because I'm Jewish. So, like, not for fun, for, like, reparations. Um, I want to start dating widowers uh, just because it's, like, what's more fun than someone who just has, like, a ton of jewelry they're never going to wear? <laughs> Any widowers in the audience? You don't have to clap. You've already probably been through enough. Um, <laughs> my comedy's a little dark. A friend of mine's really into it. The other day she asked me to recommend a tearjerker for her, something that would really make her cry. So I told her that she should watch 
45-year-old single women stare at other people's children. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's actually self-deprecating. That's going to be me. I don't have kids. That I know of! Um... I'm a big fan of moms, though. I'm, like, a huge fangirl for moms. Like, feel like single moms are, like, so indie, you know? Like, so, like, DIY. So cool. Moms are so cool. And it, it just seems really hard being a mom, just because, like, this thing falls out of you, and if it breaks, you can get arrested. Like, <laughs> it's a really tough gig, and I've never been arrested, because um, I'm smart. Uh, just kidding, it's totally because I'm white. It is... <laughs> so fucked up our judicial system it is so rare for like a white woman in America to get arrested in 2014 that they like and like go to jail that they like made a TV show about like the one time it happened so messed up um I'm not even that political I'm not even that liberal I just like pretend to be so that like people will think I'm young (laughs) nothing makes you look younger than thinking you can make a difference um I try, though. I volunteer. Uh, I volunteer at this after-school program for teenage girls, and they paired me up with a little bully to mentor, and she actually bullied me into getting an iPhone. I had a Blackberry, and she's like, what, are you an immigrant? <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm sorry that you were, because that's why I signed up for the program. <laughs> Language immersion, you know, practice my Spanish. But... It's really, like, it's the cool, all the little girls, like, we try to give them life advice and the other, like, you know, (laughs) undersex single white women, which is, like, the mascot for New York. But all of them are, like, little girls, like, hold off on sex because sex is so much better when it's with someone you love. And I'm in the corner, like, no! (laughs) All that matters is that they love you. (laughs) Little girls, you know, just enough to, like, drive you to the clinic. Just enough to, like, that was... A lot of abortion jokes. Um, (laughs) The best thing about abortion jokes is that no one tries to steal them. Uh, And all the little girls want to be famous, which is so lame. And like, I don't want to be famous. I just like want people to text me back. Like, I think that's like (laughs) the only good thing about being famous is that like people fucking text you back. But like, I try to tell the little girls like. The goal in life is not to be famous. It's like just to be happy, you know, and successful just enough (laughs) to hurt people who have fucked with you. (laughs) I wrote that after a breakup. That (laughs) I am doing all right, though. I was walking down the street the other day in New York, and this guy came up to me, and he's like, I never do this, but I think you're cute, and I'd like to get your number. And he wasn't really my type. Like, his face wasn't, like, burned, but... (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I would take that back. I would totally date a person with, like, a huge burn on their face. And not just for the photos, but I feel like... (laughs) He probably has a good story. You know, I like those. Maybe he's, like, independently wealthy from, like, I don't know, let's say a lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Involving a product that blew up in his face. But anyway, he's not even what I'm... This guy who asked for my number, I was like, you know what, I'll give you my email because I didn't want to discourage romantic gesture. And he's like, mm, that's okay. Your number, nothing. And I was like, uh. And he's like, yeah, I, no, just your, no, bye. And he left. He like just wanted my phone number. And I'm like, what type of person would only want my phone number and not my email? And then it occurred to me, a telemarketer. <laughs> 
And even if he wasn't a telemarketer, I would not put it past any company in 2014. They're like, they're so awful. They're like, just like, in, I don't know what the word is, like insidious and intrusive, just like, you know, like the whole like lost 10 year anniversary Malaysia plane disappeared. It's like, come on. <laughs> Sorry, that's too funny. <laughs> Malaysia plane is a viral marketing. Okay, no? All right, but. <laughs> This one, like, I just, I would not put it past any company, just, like, hire random men to chat up women on the street, get our phone numbers, and then, like, all of a sudden you have, like, a text from Axe Body Spray popping up on your phone, and then the next thing you know, the guy you've been sleeping with for three months is really just, like, a mole for Nestle. (laughs) Trying to get you pregnant so that you'll buy their baby formula. (laughs) So, ladies, practice safe sex (laughs) so that Nestle doesn't, like, creep into your womb. That joke has been brought to you by Trust Issues. Uh, I'll leave you on this one last abortion uh, joke. Um, it's not even a joke. It's just, it's just what's happening right now. I said earlier how hard it seems to be a mom. It also seems very hard to not be a mom in a lot of states, in the whole South. Just with like all the laws. Like in Virginia, for example, if you want to get an abobo in the state of Virginia. Sorry, that's the medical term for an abortion. You have to get an ultrasound and then wait 24 hours until you're eligible for your abortion. And 24 hours is like a really long time. I mean, like for a fetus, it's like middle school. Like that's a long and like who like that, you know? But I did. I was pretty, pretty good time in middle school. But anyway, so um, this isn't even a political joke. It's like regardless if you're pro-choice or an asshole. Like it's not even. I just don't understand the policy. Like, what makes lawmakers think that showing women photos of our fetuses is going to make us want to keep them? Like, they're not cuddly. It's like, fine, if you want me to keep a child, don't show me a photo of a fetus. Show me a photo of something that resonates. Like, show me a photo of, I don't know, myself in 60 years trying to walk down a flight of stairs alone. (laughs) I'll leave you guys on that image. Thanks so much. Have a good night. enjoying the show, sir. Are you having a good time? That's good to hear. What's, what did you do today, my friend? I drove up here. You drove up here from where? San Diego. San Diego? Yeah, that's like, a th- what is that, three hours? Yeah, two. Yeah, two. Yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the sweetest way to tell me I'm wrong? Is that three hours? Yeah, no, two. Yeah, two. Uh, three, yes, two. Um, <laughs> you know, last time I went to San Diego, I saw something that I didn't, I, I didn't know existed on the way back because I drove down there for a show so when I was coming back it was like late at night so maybe you can tell me this, if this is something that happens a lot uh, it was like, so maybe it was like 1 o'clock in the morning and it was driving down uh, whatever the highway is you dr- what it, it's the 5? okay so I was driving the 5 which is a large highway and uh, from behind me came um, f- how many lanes is that? Like, I'm going to say seven squad cars with their lights on, and they stopped traffic and, like, made a little um, barricade, and then you had to go through there and be American. Um, is that a thing that happens a lot? I mean, I, I understand why, but holy shit. Yeah, like in San Onofre, like where the, the boobies are, like the boobies. Boobie. The, the boobies? What? Sure, the nuclear plant that looks like boobies. Yeah, 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 where the boobies are. Yeah, I get it. 
secondary border. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, they have a secondary border at the boobies? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, here's one thing, and then, like, you know, there's a whole other part. <laughs> I didn't know that. I never had seen that. It was very terrifying. I thought we were all being arrested at once. I don't know if you've ever felt like you were being pulled over from all directions. Um, that's really scary. And I hope that I also was, ah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, you know, some tough stuff. I also feel like if you're trying to, like, if you're making a run uh, for the border that's not Taco Bell, it feels like don't take the five. I, you know, if there's any, like, you know, Mexicans who are listening who are trying to get in here. That's the tip I would say. <laughs> Don't take like the largest yeah. highway. Yeah. Or t- take it at noon. Yeah. It feels like middle of the night, largest highway. Yeah. Pretty fucking rookie move. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they didn't even ask me for any, uh... no, they don't because I'm a, because I have, yep. <laughs> Not because I, I have this skin. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, thanks for telling me a lot about San Diego and the and the, the, the boobies. Do other people call those breasts? But you're just like, nah, the boobs, the boobies, yeah. The t- the, the the tits, yeah. Turn left at the tits. You can't. It's a highway. Yeah, go straight past the tits, and then the next, you know, the next exit. <laughs> uh, hey, are you driving back tonight? Yeah, safe travels. They don't they don't check you going back there because who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, that was like kind of a an immigration stance. I'm, I, yeah, okay. Um, we got two comics left. They're both amazing. This next gentleman has been on the show before. We love him. We're so happy he's me back. Let's hear right now for Sean Connery, guys. Give it up for Sean. Thank you so much. That was completely overwhelming. I appreciate that. That was nice. Thanks. Is it bad if the first thing you think when you wake up is, I wonder if later on today I'll have time to take a nap? I valeted my car. I got out of the car, and the valet looked up at me. And he was like, oh, no, I'm sorry, sir. This is valet. You have to pay. (laughs) I was pissed. I was like, what do I look like? And then I remembered what I look like. (laughs) I look like the mug shot next to a headline that says... Homeless man busted for impersonating Civil War general. (laughs) I got dumped recently. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Did. Got dumped on New Year's Day. Not difficult to figure out what her New Year's resolution was. But it totally fucked up my New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution was this year, I am going to work very hard on my relationship. Oops. <laughs> Done. One day. Uh, so I had to go back and change it. I kept the first part the same, and I rewrote the second part. 
So now my New Year's resolution is this year I am going to work very hard on becoming involved in a three-way sex escapade. Uh, preferably with two women, but I'll take what I can get. And by the way, just so you guys know, two or three phone calls and I can definitely get my hands on some coke. <laughs> if that's a factor. And if it's not, it should be. I will be by the front door after the show. <laughs> I started dating this girl and she, right when we started dating, she was like, just so you know, I love sexting. If you want to sext, we can sext. And I was like, yeah, no. But then one day I was home. It was the middle of the afternoon. And I got high. Thank you. And I thought it'd be funny to start sexting her, but as if I was a guy who, to who didn't totally understand how sexting works. And it did not go well for me. This is what happened. I sexted her. This was the first sext I sexted. I sexted this sex. This was the sex. You make me feel funny in the pants. It's a good sext. So she sexted back to me right away. She sexted. This was the sex she sexted. She sexted this sext. So I say, you make me feel funny in the pants, and she sexts back, like a rash? <laughs> so now I knew it was on, you know? <laughs> so I sexted her back. This was the sext I sexted. I sexted this sex. This was the sex. Sexted. A boob of yours in my mouth would be neato. <laughs> You know, like with me sucking on it, or whatever. <laughs> so, she sexted back to me. This was the sex she sexted back. She was like, what are you talking about? So I could tell she was really into it. So then I sexted back to her again. I sexted this sex. This was the sex I sexted. I sexted this sext. You make my dick really so hard, it's scraping my car keys right now. And, and she sexted back to me, oh, you're high. She knew. She was too smart for me. She always wanted to do stuff that I was not on board with. Like one time she came home and she was like, I got some chocolate body paint. And I was like, what the fuck is that? She's like, well, we, we cover each other in chocolate body paint. Then we lick it off. And then we make love. And I was like, that sounds really complicated. Can't we just split a Hershey bar and fuck? I like to drink. Do you guys like to drink at all? Anybody like to drink? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. That was a weird... That was a weird moment for all of us. As weird as it was for you, it was just as weird for me. 
and now it's gotten even weirder. This is good. Let's just be in that for a moment. All right, I do like to drink, and uh, I have certain rules I follow. You know, I've learned these rules over a period of time. Um, one of them is an easy one. You kind of learn this as soon as you start drinking, like whether it be in high school or college. You guys probably already know this rule, which is uh, liquor than beer, all is clear. Beer than liquor, never been sicker, right? You guys all know that one. But I've been drinking so much for so long, so many different things, that I have to be real specific so I don't fuck myself up. You know, like I have to have specific rules for specific things. Like example, example I'll give you is this one. Uh, I have a rule that goes like this. Whiskey, then beer, all is clear. Beer, then whiskey, don't get too frisky. That's uh, just a reminder to behave myself. Huh? Uh, here's another one that goes like this. Wine, then beer, all is clear. They all kind of start the same way. Uh, Wine, then beer, all is clear. Beer, then wine, everything's fine. You can do that either way. It doesn't doesn't matter. Brandy, then beer, all is clear. Beer, then brandy, uh, Jessica Tandy. I don't know what that one means, but it's easy to remember. And it's something to live by. I have 446 of these rules. You can go to my website and download them. Good night. Guys, Sean Conroy. One more time for Sean. Hey, and uh, we are going to welcome to the stage uh, my, my co-host for this show, uh, Ms. Rhea Butcher. Let's hear for Rhea, guys. Let's hear for Rhea. For uh, Ryan McMenamin, who uh, tapes our podcast, what do you? What am I talking about? Yeah, this show is also uh, goes out as a podcast. So, like, let's say you're not here, you can put our jean jackets right in your ears. <laughs> and listen to the show by denim for each ear. Yeah, you get a denim per ear. That's right. That's why we wear these jackets because yeah. it's like we want to make sure you're you're uh, hearing the denim in stereo. <laughs> Thx denim. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a more specific reference. Uh, <laughs> nice job. Thank you. Sorry, I can't stop singing Let It Go All Over the House. It's. Constant. Oh, we're girlfriends. We live together. We're fiancés also, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you could tell by the denim jackets. No, we're straight. We're straight women that don't know each other. We're like a straight duo act that just met. Yeah, we're straight women that. We're two straight men. We're both straight men. We're two straight men. Uh, we're straight black men. We're two straight black men. We're two straight black male Mexican immigrants. Yes. We just drove up on the five. We got through because we didn't do it late at night. We turned left at the Grand Tetons. Yeah, we, we took the Tetons right down through the uh, canal. You know what I mean? We took that old canal and we went, and then we went, you know. Took the vagina freeway. We took the there. vagina freeway. Yeah, you know what? That, that When you say boobies, that's like, I always think that's too subtle. It's like, let's just call yeah. it what it is. Vagina freeway. You know what I mean? Vagina what's a, freeway. What's a freeway if not a vagina? You know, I love that like, song, Life is a Vagina. Yeah. I want to ride it. I want to ride it. Yeah. All it doesn't make a lot of sense because it's like, wouldn't have to go out and for you to write it and you're like oh you don't understand lesbianism at all so you know it can go in too it can go in or out just like different kind of ride it's like how Six Flags is doing the their roller coasters in reverse right now yeah seems like a stupid idea by the way literally just did everything yeah they just have it go backwards (laughs) that's true they are they're reversing their roller coasters 
coasters for a limited time, uh, which feels like because don't you don't you think they're built so that like the they go forward so that yeah. <laughs> I think so. Rhea Butcher, ladies and gentlemen. Rhea Butcher. Uh, yeah, no, they're built so they go forward. That's yeah. true. Uh, but don't you think they're also built so that, like, because the... Because isn't the, like... Sure. Isn't there, like, a more gradual grade? So it's just a swoosh up. And so you go... Wow, this is relaxing. This is like a spa treatment. But without the refreshment. I'm not, like, scared as much as I am confused. I feel like, you know, really should have just gone the other way. Yeah. Um... Sorry, I can't stop singing Let It Go Around the House. I You gotta let it go. No, I gotta let it go. It's too good. That song is amazing. I don't know any of the words. I've never heard this song, and yet I know the entire song. She knows song. all of it, because I keep from this gal singing it constantly. Yeah. Um, I can't hit the high notes. Nope. But I do hit them. Adele Dazim, you sure do. It's more of a beating than a hitting. Yeah. Of you beat the shit out of those I beat the shit out of those notes. They do not sound good. Take them out by the knee. <laughs> we have different parents. We do have different parents. Thank God. <laughs> For like a lot of reasons, you know, because gross. Also, um, I'm not into that. But also, like, we have different type of parents. Very different parents. Yeah. Like, my parents, um, they... Well, my little sister just moved to Argentina not too long ago. She did. Which is uh, as... Like, pretty much, I think there's a, I mean, I have great parents, they're very loving. Rhea has great parents, they're very loving. Yes. But our parents deal with our lives in really different ways. Indeed. Because my parents want to just be, like, right next to you all the time. All the time. All the time. They just want to be like, hey, oh, oh my god, oh, is that my grand dog? Okay, how are you? Let's call each other. (laughs) I texted you, and then you didn't respond, so I called. And then you didn't (laughs) pick up the phone, I just drove here from Chicago! They're like pretty intense. So they're going tomorrow to Argentina to visit my little sister. And I think that's very cute. I hope they enjoy their trip. But I also think like, I wonder if part of the reason she lives in Argentina right now isn't just to be like, get the fuck away. Don't come here. (laughs) How far can I go? I'm going to go somewhere where you don't speak the language, but I do. She speaks Spanish because she's cooler. She is cool. Um, You know that little emoji of the dancing lady on your iPhone? (laughs) That's her sister. Yeah, she's one of them little guys. That's her. She's real cool. She's, uh, just... she's great. Yeah, she's... Oh, yours is better than mine. I went like that. That's yeah, not how she no. goes at all. No, yeah, she does that. I was doing a can-can. This is French. Yeah. You're doing, the, you're doing the accurate one. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Uh, but what are these called? At least I know what that is. What's that? What's Cast- that right there? Jesus Christ, she got it, too. These are oh, castanets. We might be dating. That's yeah, that's how you know. If you're like, about what is this thing called? And she's like, oh, castanets. Anyway, um... Castanet. Yeah. Widely. Castanet Widely. Great name for our babies. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks in Castanet. <laughs> but is Sandra Bullock also in that? No, they cast Annette Funicello. Ah, damn it! Okay, so my parents can't stop being near me. They can't stop. They cannot stop being near me. And your folks... Well, you invited your dad to our wedding. Yes. Well, not too long we're ago. trying to figure out where to have our wedding. We're trying to figure out where uh, to have our wedding. My parents are in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, both of them very divorced from each other uh, my entire <laughs> life. Yes. The whole time. They've been divorced the whole time. Well, when did so they get divorced? divorced? Well, I was born in August of 1982, and they got divorced in September of 1982. <laughs> I Pretty like quick. to think that I have a little hand in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little tiny baby hand. Yeah. <laughs> 
you, I, my parents, so my parents just celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary. Yes, my parents so. just celebrated their 40th divorcery. <laughs> divorcery. Uh, no, that's not true because that makes it no, sound like not. you're 40 in one month, yeah. which is. <laughs> I mean, I'm you were fucking amazing for that, but no, you're... I'm going to look 12 forever. Yeah, you're so. 13 and a half. Um, anyway, they're very divorced, and so I was pitching to my father, hey, if our wedding was in Chicago uh, next year, in 2015, do you think you could make it? Would you come? Would you come to our wedding? And my dad said... <laughs> probably. Which is good, said, which is good. Probably. And he was like, yeah. And I said well, what would keep you from coming? And he was like, well, I might be dead. <laughs> he might be dead! He might be dead. You gotta cover all your bases. Yeah, you know? and honestly, I wanna say this. I, can't st- I cannot stress this enough. If there's anybody here that we will invite to our wedding, if you die before the wedding, Totally off the It's hook. okay. <laughs> I don't you do want you to have to weekend at Bernie's to our wedding. Yeah, I don't want you to feel like you can't die if you die. You know, like, I don't yeah. want you to feel like, don't put off dying if you gotta die. Yeah, if you die, I don't want you to feel like we're gonna be like, they are disinvited. You know, I don't want you to feel like we're gonna be confused about which entree you want. Right. Don't be James Bond. Don't die another day. Just die on that. Also, how, how old is your dad? He is... 55. He's 55. And he's like in pretty good health. He's in pretty good health. Because he's he does uh, he works with his hands. He works, he works he makes a lot of overhead work. He does HVAC. Yeah, he, he does HVAC. AC. Heating, ventilation, um, air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Sheet metal work. Uh-huh. That's what Certified we're... arc welder. Yeah, he's a welder. My dad is a lawyer. So that's how our folks are also different. I can't... Yep. I really want your dad to come to the wedding. But it's also... Uh, about my height. And my dad is about as tall as this thing. <laughs> my dad's about my height, and he cries all the time, mostly when telling me how much he loves my mother. <laughs> my dad's that tall, and he's never cried in his entire life. No! I just want them to meet! What will happen? I don't know. Your no. dad can talk about how much he loves your mother. Yeah. And my dad can talk about how much he does not love my mother. <laughs> I feel like my dad might talk about how much he loves your mother. Like, if they Probably. meet before, he'll be like, not like in a, an emotional way, but like in a sexual he'll just be like, you, you know, like, I really think that Rhea's mom, he's gonna do that. <laughs> Actually, you know what else? Like, you know when we take our dog, Murphy, to, like, yes. the dog park, mm-hmm. and then, like, there's other dogs around, and then Murph, like, goes between our legs to kind of protect himself? Yes. Do you think there's any chance my dad will do that between your dad's legs? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like a little tiny dog? Yeah, like, he won't be sad, but he'd just be like, oh, this is such a great day, I'm crying so hard. I shall shield myself under these legs! Under this tall man's legs. <laughs> under MacGyver's legs. Yeah, your dad has a mullet. He's got, like, a serious, like, a a cool mullet. Serious 80s mullet. Yeah, he's got a cool mullet. It's an arc welding certified mullet. Yeah. And the last time that we were at his house, uh, we were about to leave, and he did something right at the end uh, just to really pop a little extra excitement. Oh, you don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't remember. No, this is what he did. We we were like, all right, well, we're about to leave. By the way, we get along really well. Totally. Nice guy. Uh, But we were like, all right, well, we're about to leave. And he goes, okay. Uh, And then he pulled something down off the shelf and what was he doing right before we were about to give him a hug goodbye? Cleaning his gun! Oh, right. He started cleaning his gun. Perfect time to clean a pistol. Clean a gun! When your lesbian daughter and her fiancé have met you for the first time. Yeah. Now they're leaving. It was the second time that we met, actually, which was I think oh, why he felt more comfortable. Right. He was like, oh, gun's not like I first clean meeting gun. thing. No. It's like second meeting thing. And the best part of it is also this is like morning. It's a Sunday. He's off. He had the rest of the day to clean that gun. He could totally clean that gun at 5 p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> but I think he wanted me to know he had it, just yeah. like in case 
like a, you know, I don't know. So I felt unsafe. Not, you know, from him, but just like other people like, oh, Akron's pretty dangerous. You know, like, then he's like, <laughs> not in my house. I have a clean gun. Yeah, he cleans his gun. Well, um, I hope he does come. I hope he brings his gun. I hope he doesn't die. I hope he doesn't die. For, like, a lot of reasons. But I hope he comes. Yeah. I hope he brings his gun also because I can't wait to I hope watch. he just cleans the gun the whole time. We're yeah, I hope he's just, like, <laughs> just at the end the of the receiving line, just cleaning a gun. Just uh, in yeah, case. she's my daughter. Mm. Um, you can never be too careful. Do you know if he brought And that- then your sister's like... <laughs> do you know if he brought that gun? Do you know for sure what would happen is my dad would tell your dad that he has been shooting a couple times and he would totally in the middle of the wedding like try and get your dad to go to a gun range with him because my dad's always trying to up his masculinity points because he cries a lot so he's always like I I shoot guns once I did what musicals do you like? that's my dad that is your dad you know what his favorite musical? Seven Brides for Seven Brothers (laughs) so I think they have guns in that I think, that's what I, I think that's what he'd do with those. Seven guns for seven brothers. Yes. Seven brides. Yeah, right. Well, yes. Yeah. I just felt like that was maybe like violent in there. Like the, they, they, they don't shoot the brides. They marry them. Oh. <laughs> uh, Rhea, this has been great. Let's hear it right now for Rhea Butcher. Thanks, you guys. So good to talk to. Uh, hey, your final comic of the night. Wow. Uh, do I love this gentleman? The last time he was here, he... He just, uh, he rocked my world. He's got a new album out. It's a mixtape, and you should pick that up. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it right now for uh, Joe Mandy. Give it up for Joe Mandy. How about Cameron and Rhea, everyone? Give them a hand. How is everyone? Good? Or not? Okay. Weird, weird start. Um, look, I wish I were a rapper, like, I went to a rap show the other night. Uh, I saw this guy, Kendrick Lamar. Do you know him? He's great. He's one of the best I've ever seen. And he kept doing this thing that I really enjoyed. Uh, he kept gauging the energy in the crowd throughout the show. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> so this is what he did. He was like, I, well, I'm going to... He did it better. <laughs> he was like, I want to see how hype you are. Then he split the crowd in half. And he was like... Okay, left side, make some noise. Not that hype. Okay, uh, right side, make some noise. The right side is more hype. When Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar did that like 37 times during the concert, it was insane. He was like, the left side's hyper, the right side's hyper. And then, uh... And then the show ended, and he ran off stage without saying who won. It was crazy. I like to imagine that he just got so excited that he just runs off stage into his tour bus, inside of which is just covered in graph paper, you know, and he grabs, like, a grease pencil, and he was like, March 18th, Los Angeles. The left side was the hyper side, you know? And he's, like, connecting dates with red string throughout the bus. He doesn't even like performing. It's just the it's just the only way he knows how to collect data. So I've, I've lived in L.A. now for a year and a half. Um, and I gotta say, the weed is too strong. 
Too strong. I miss New York weed. Bad weed? Are you kidding? That is my jam. Loved it. Come out here. Everyone in California smokes medical marijuana. Anytime I smoke it, the same thing always happens. Um, I'll be like, I can, that's, it'll, I'll be fine. I can do this. And two minutes later, and I am uh, just overwhelmed with paranoia. And um, my vision is all stuttery, like I'm watching anime, but it's my life, you know? And I forget how to breathe, like literally. I'll be like in a corner talking to myself. I'm like, well, is it, is it in my nose and out my mouth? Or in my mouth and out my nose? I, you know, I'm just going to play it safe and not do either. That's my plan. And every time I uh, smoke weed I'm, uh, here, I'm like, I'm always uh, freaking out and I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, why do I feel this way? Like, why am I so out of control? And then I remember, I'm like, oh, right. I took cancer medicine for fun. You know, that's like what I chose to do. Like, it's medical marijuana. Like, I should be in a hospital bed with cancer instead of trying not to cry at a new edition concert. You know what I mean? Like... It's not the same. I used to love smoking weed. One time in college, I got so high, I got hired as an intern at the Maury Povich show. <laughs> Didn't even know I applied. I just got a phone call from this woman. One morning, she was like, uh, hey, Joe, I just got your resume last night. Uh, looks very good. Um, I think I want to hire you. And I was like, oh, great. Wait, where? <laughs> And she was like, oh, the, the Maury show? And I was like, what? I love that show. <laughs> Two weeks later, I was in New York. I was an intern at the Maury show. You guys are familiar with that program, the Maury Povich show. It's like the greatest. Yes, it's the greatest American TV show. If you've never seen it, if every episode ends the same way, like Maury reveals who the father is or whatever, and then a graphic comes on the screen. It's a, it's a graphic with lettering, and it says, like, does your teenage daughter blow dudes in the back of an Arby's parking lot? If so, call 1-800-85-MAURY. 1-800-85-MAURY. Well, that was my job. I answered that telephone nine, <laughs> nine hours a day. It was a living nightmare. Because it was always the same phone call. Literally, every time I pick, the phone would ring, I'd pick it up, I'd say, hello, Maury Show, how can I help you? Woman on the other end, hey, Maury. <laughs> um, yeah, hi, this is Maury Povich. <laughs> Connie Chung is my wife, how can I help you? Woman would be like, so Maury, tell me, um, are y'all the ones that do the maternity tests? And I'd be like, uh, well, no. We do paternity tests. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I mean, like, a maternity test is just feeling your stomach. <laughs> just be like, yeah, I'm maternal. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. And please exit quickly. There's another show right after this. Thanks, guys, so much. Put your hands together. 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 Put 
your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Jesus. I mean, Jazos. (laughs) Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.